Proverbs, Father St. Benedict, chapter 37. De sinibus infantibus, old men and children. Although human nature is itself drawn to feel pity for these two times of life, namely old age and infancy, yet the authority of the rule should also provide for them. Let their weakness be always taken into account, and the strictness of the rule respecting food be by no means kept in their regard, but let a kind consideration be shown for them, and let them eat before the regular hours. But thou, Lord, have mercy upon us. Here at Silver Stream Priory, the youngest brother is in his early 20s, not counting, of course, Julian, the youngest brother, the brother Irenaeus, and the eldest father in his mid-60s. In St. Benedict's day, there would have been children in the monastery, little boys like St. Placid, entrusted to the monks and offered to God. There would have been youths also, like the adolescent St. Morris, the holy patriarch's trusted disciple. And there would have been elders, men in their declining years. Fifty years would have been considered a good old age. The human heart is naturally moved to pity at the sight of a child's weakness or an elder's frailty. Nonetheless, St. Benedict, knowing the vagaries of human sentiments, provides for children and elders with the authority of the rule. The first principle St. Benedict sets forth is this, let their weakness, the Latin text is let their imbecility, be always taken into account. Consideration for weakness runs through the entire rule. It is, in fact, characteristic of Benedictine life. In our day, when legalized abortion and euthanasia threaten human life, both at the beginning and at the end of its course, the dignity that St. Benedict confers on children and old men is particularly significant. Although the military motif is indeed present in the Holy Rule, notably in the prologue, where St. Benedict speaks of taking up the strong and bright weapons of obedience in order to fight for the Lord Christ, our true King, the paradigm of Benedictine life is the family, not the militia. In a military body, all are expected to march at the same pace. One who is unfit for the goal is eliminated. All is in function of the operation. In the Benedictine monastery, it's not so. There are allowances for weaknesses. The man who cannot keep up the pace is not excluded. He is treated with pia consideratio, 
kind and devoted consideration. Nothing is more contrary to the mind of St. Benedict than the attempt to impose a uniform standard of observance on all. Each age and each state of health has strengths and weaknesses. The brother unable to fast may have a gift for comforting the afflicted. The brother unable to rise early may have a gift of perseverance in prayer even on his bed. The brother strong in ascetical exploits may be weak in other areas that at the end of the day are far more important than being able to deny oneself food and drink and sleep. St. Benedict operates out of the Apostles' comprehensive vision of the body of Christ. Now, says the Apostle, there are diversities of graces, but the same Spirit, and there are diversities of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but the same God, who worketh in all. And the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man unto profit. To one indeed by the Spirit is given the word of wisdom, and to another the word of knowledge, according to the same Spirit. To another faith in the same Spirit. To another the grace of healing in one Spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another the discerning of spirits. To another diverse kinds of tongues. To another interpretation of speeches. But all of these things, one the same Spirit worketh, dividing to every one according as he will. For as the body is one, and hath many members, and all the members of the body, whereas they are many, yet are one body, so also is Christ. St. Benedict sets forth the second principle in this chapter. Let a kind consideration, pia consideratio, be shown for them. There is not a monastery, nor a parish, nor a family, in which these two principles of compassion will not find a concrete applications. For the Church 